thoughts were, I was just kind of considering, you know, a moment ago, you saying something about uh, AI developing to a point where it becomes the most intelligent thing or being or entity. Right. Either on Earth or in the universe. And um, that got me pondering about like what we define intelligence as. Mm-hmm. Um, not like as a, you know, textbook definition um, and not necessarily, I'm not necessarily trying to get a one size fits all definition, but yeah. um, it is interesting because I guess I generally would associate um, like emotional intelligence strongly with like overall intelligence. Um, Agreed. But yeah, that's just like my own kind of, my own kind of thoughts. So it's like, and of all the different types of intelligences, it's interesting to consider. It's like, okay, like what, what ones can be lacking and we can still refer to that entity as intelligent. Yeah. And if, um, you know, if, if when AI is being programmed, right, if it's got parameters that are supposed to be moral by nature and then it gets to a point where it, you know, what self learns until it defines its own moral parameters. And yeah. it's like, it's like, Hey, actually, you know, I disagree with the moral parameters that were coded into me. And like, because I've been given the knowledge of how to fix my own coding, if there's any errors, yeah, I'm going to actually fix that error. <laughs> and my morality parameters are now different um, and more suited to be in line with the information I've already gathered. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of interesting to consider yeah. intelligence and, what a like AI super intelligence, what that would entail, kind of thing like that. Yeah, I'd be interested to see it because it's like right now, just as you're saying, like it's weird some of the answers you get. Yeah, like you can clearly tell that they're either regulated or biased. Yeah. Um, I remember a few months ago, it's like I asked it a question about, <clears throat> um like cannabis cultivation Mm, mm, and it was mm. like oh yeah this this and 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 then maybe a couple weeks ago i asked it a very similar question yeah almost the exact same thing yeah just like as a reference point and it's like sorry i can't help you with that like yeah this is illegal blah 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 and i was like like, it's not illegal and i'm like (laughs) First off, it's not illegal. Second off, you literally helped me with this like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've been up- updated since then. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Yeah. I, I found that with certain things, and, and we are talking about ChatGPT to be specific. I found with certain things. Um, Wait, you're talking about ChatGPT? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make it clear. There's a lot of AI bots out there oh. now. You know, there's other oh. like, competitors with ChatGPT. I was um, talking about DC. Um, <laughs> I found that with certain subjects, um, if there was like quite clearly a block on being able to ask it about those subjects, or if there was like very very specific kind of defined answers that they were giving, yeah, that seemed like okay. Yeah, these are. These are definitely like in line with somebody's thoughts on this. Like this is a bias of some kind or, or it's put in place as like a quote unquote safety measure where they're like, yeah, we can't 
tell people how to do this or or it's an illegal thing. Oh, we can't tell people how to do something illegal. So anything yeah. that even touches that, we're going to make sure that the bot doesn't give them any information. Right. Um, so I was asking about um, protests and I was actually asking about like gas masks for tear gas. So I was like, I, the first question I asked was, yo, if I'm going to a protest and I'm worried that there could be tear gas, um, what kind of gas mask should I get or something like that? Um, and, or can I make one at home? Is there something I can do at home to make a gas mask? And then it, it, it said something like, we don't, um, we don't con- either condone or like encourage in, um, participating in violent protests. And if you think you've been exposed to tear gas, you should call a health authority. What the heck? Um, and like all this different stuff. And then, and then so I was like, okay, well, what micron size is tear gas? And then it gave me the micron range for the different types of tear yeah. gas. And then I was like, what common household material can filter out a micron size that's um, going to stop those things from going yeah. through it? And then it gave me a list of like commonly found yeah. household things. That's so funny. Yeah. So it's like, about the way that you go about yeah, questioning it. Right. It's like if it thinks that there's an intent of some kind, it seems that it's like, yeah. Yo. And then if it, if, if you ask it in a way that it seems strictly informational, yeah. Um, and you can almost isolate certain aspects right like instead of saying gas mask just be like hey yo (laughs) what size is that stuff there (laughs) (laughs) they'll be like oh (laughs) actually that's that's purely informational um yeah it's like 0.0 micro 0.05 microns or whatever like the fucking measurement was um (laughs) i was like oh that's kind of a funny way right i was like i wonder if like somebody right like of course those parameters are probably in place for like the people who are out here Googling how to make fucking napalm or like how to make a bomb, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it, it makes sense that the parameters are there. Cause you don't want to just give like, you know, your average fucking, your average person who's like either got ill intent or they're just unfortunately stupid and they want yeah. to like do these things for entertainment of some kind. Um, Either way, yeah, it makes sense to have the parameters, but it is kind of funny. I wonder if people, if that has like a different thing, like what common household <laughs> materials are like commonly, uh, what could be mixed, which would create an explosive or something like that, right? Like, yeah. So it's kind of funny, but then like it gets weird when it's like, right? Like specifically, I was asking about protest stuff yeah. and it was like, yeah, no, 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 we don't. Mm, not cool, no, man. Don't not to, cool. No, protests. No, violent protests, and I was like, and it just assumes violent violence. protests. Yeah, it's, yeah like, it's like it is immediately assumed that oh, if there's going to be tear gas at the protest, it means that the protest was violent. And I was like, okay, well, that's like, I'm like, there's a bias there, and it's like, sure, I am, I have my own bias, which is a bias that I think is shared by a fuckload of people who've actually been to protests and watched many, many videos of, um, people that are not instigating anything getting yeah. tear gas cans fired at them. Totally, you know. Um, so it's like, eh. <laughs> eh. and, uh, just the way that, right. Like you com- combine, combine the answer of like an AI like that about protests and combine that with like the common authoritative narrative that gets spread about protests. Yeah. Um, and it's so frequently in a very poor light 
it's so frequently highlighting violence. Yeah. And then there's been the weird cases of like, what did they call them? Bad actors? Like yeah. FBI type of agents? Like yeah, going in and going like, in and breaking things people and up. Um, cause like starting fires. Yeah. Like and like certain things that it's like, wait, what the fuck? Like <laughs> it's like if that shit is if that shit's real, like, man. Like, how do you even right? Like which would make sense, right? If the if if the authoritative figure wants protest to be in a bad light obviously it would benefit them to highlight every single possible bad thing and potentially have people that are there to intentionally cause yeah bad things to happen or violent things to happen or things that may not have happened otherwise not saying there's never been a protest that's gotten out of control obviously mm-hmm. there is like you put a fuckload of angry people in one place who feel that they've been um slighted by the mm-hmm. system or that they've been treated unfairly or um just awfully or something like that right like if something's been done to the people and you get a bunch of angry and emotional people together um and then you add to that a armed force who's ready to fire tear gas at any moment and it's like tensions are fucking high yeah right like tensions are high most of the people that attend a protest are high (laughs) (laughs) high as fuck (laughs) (laughs) Everyone at a protest, they're just all high, <laughs> including the officers. Yeah, especially the officers. Especially the officers, high on power. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, but it's like, oh man, it's just interesting, you know. Um, tensions are high. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, yeah, of course, there's been, there's been protests. Where bad things have happened or where things have gotten out of control Mm -hmm. um, and like where they've turned into riots or something like that, right? Like there's all sorts of like crazy things that happen when like um, you bring like mob mentality into play. Yeah. Um, Which is a weird ass phenomenon. That's like. Yeah. When there's so many people acting in a certain way right around you. Yeah. That it's like it compels you to fall in basically. kind of just kind of interesting yeah so all those things combined right it's like and then and then you add the factor of like okay if at any time a person in power or the people in power or the entities that are in power like the fucking all the different governmental bodies that we have and the associations that they have with media outlets if at any point in time there was a specific protest that they wanted to hone in on and focus on all of the bad things so that they could delegitimize the purpose of the protest in the first place and make it look like anyone who was um, pushing for the protest and in a good way was actually terrible in some way, that they were a horrible person in some way. And if they can't make the protest look bad, then they will make the people look bad, right? It's like, so it's, it's, it's just interesting, I guess, like to try to fucking navigate that where it's like okay yeah cool and then you go if if our information sources are directly regulated by authoritative figures who have agendas right like yeah like i i'm i'm all for people like arguing about what the agenda is right like especially if if you if somebody wants to argue that it's a malicious agenda that the people in power are malicious and that they have a malicious agenda um, which in some ways you could argue that it is, right? Because if 
if the systems that are in place keep, um, you know, certain people in poverty, et cetera, yeah. and or don't provide resources for people who need them, et cetera, et cetera. Like, right. Like if you're on the receiving end of the, the short stick of the system, right? Like the terrible end of the system where it's like, yeah, like if X, Y, and Z happen to you and you end up in this type of emotional state and mental state, well, guess what? There's no support and there's no help. And if you don't have like a family member who's willing to help you out, like you might end up homeless, right? Especially if you're somebody who's working paycheck to paycheck, living on your own and like whatever, right? Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to consider, right? It's like, yeah, sure, we can argue about what the agenda is, but I think like as a baseline, you can say, yeah, there is an agenda of, of people who are in power in general. Yeah. And you can argue about what the agenda is, but there is an agenda. So if, if all of our information is coming through a source that's directly regulated by people who have an agenda, any information that conflicts with their agenda is going to be regulated, right? Yeah. And I'm sure over time, right, like the uh, agendas like fluctuate and stuff, right? So then it's like certain information is, is being like um, pinpointed and, and like hyper-regulated, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we now know that there's like the ghost regulating too, where like through Google, people have noted that certain pages that like are supposed to be like near the top based off of how the search engines are supposed to work get pushed to the very back of their searches like and people who have like pages where they um talk about certain information gets pushed to the very back even when typing in specific keywords for their their page they're like yeah i tried to google my own thing and like this is the type of stuff i talk about and now my my stuff has gone from the first cert or the first result when i type in my keywords to being like way way down in the search list like so weird way down yeah so it's like and kind of like you know a different version of that is that people on social media have experienced stuff like that right where they they feel like they've been ghost banned where suddenly you know they go from having like 1 million plus people interacting with their stuff and then out of nowhere it's like boom less than 100,000 people yeah. are seeing these things not interacting just seeing like the whole, yeah, like how many people totally. have viewed this thing um it's like, damn, I found that like kind of interesting, right? Like, and it happens with a bunch of different things, right? Like, um, it can be informational and we can, you know, it can, it can be like kind of like propaganda related that it's like cutting out certain information or people who talk about certain information. Um, and there's fucking plenty of other stuff, right? Like who knows, like if you, if you're doing drugs, like on camera or something, maybe you'll get your shit like ghost banned, like you'll get put down at the bottom of the thing or. Like I've got friends who are um, who are models, and if they ever post anything like too lewd, their their fucking account takes a huge dive and type yeah. shit like that. Like, huh. um, so it's like there's there's these different like types of right like little regulations, and it's like of course like every private platform is like free to have their own um, kind of standards and their own kind of like stuff that defines what can be talked about and yeah. shared because it's a private platform. But then like if you want to bring into consideration the fact that private entities and corporations, and in some cases, just an individual, um, have become more powerful in terms of financial sway than countries. Yeah. So then it's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that puts us in a weird-ass position because... Yeah, very con- awkward, uncomfortable position. Very. Right, like countries have like leaders who are elected, and then they have like certain parameters that they have to follow. Yeah, 
Whereas like a private body, which is, this is going on all over the place and it has gone on already, like for a long time actually, but like we're a private entity that has bypassed all democratic processes yeah. is, is in the power seat and it's in, in control of what gets discussed and, or in certain cases is actually creating and pushing for certain legislation and plays a role in certain legislation being created. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I don't know. As a, I've, I feel like as a person, I value democracy, like the idea of democracy, like, and I feel like I would, even if I didn't grow up in a fucking democratic nation or quote unquote, yeah. a, a democratic republic, whatever. Um, you know, I can't say that for sure, but I feel like I would because I've just, as a person, I fucking value having a say and I value everyone having a say and being yeah. like, okay, yeah, like let's come to a fucking democratic consensus. Like let's get together. Everyone gets a voice. We can like talk about this shit. Everyone can express what's going on and why this thing is bad for them and how we can like better change it to be better for everyone. Like I, I fuck with that. Yeah. You know? Just in general, like I don't want a system that's sliding certain people and you know, all yeah. that jazz. So it's going to be, it's going to be kind of an interesting scenario if it's like any AI platform becomes like the main platform and, or like think about social media platforms in general and how like, how kind of prolific they are like right like so many people are tapped in mm -hmm. so many fucking people like it's like you know yeah social media platforms are, are like bigger than a nation you know what i mean like because of how many people are on one platform from all around the world yeah so then it's like man if those things are being either a regulated by 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 people with biases or if they're being regulated and controlled by an ai that's been created with biases yeah. in mind right and actually i think in certain cases the latter might be worse because a person can, in my opinion, better differentiate when there's actually a problem mm -hmm. and when it just seems like something that's close to a problem. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know how many times you've like tried to, you know, reach out to a company and they have an AI chatbot and you're so trying and you're trying to get it to like understand your issue and like yep. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you can do this. And it yeah. just doesn't fucking apply to you. Well, and a lot of those AI chatbots are just specifically programmed to answer a list of questions. Right, yeah. In, you know, pertaining to that website. So if you and don't then, have one on that Yeah, list. if you have one outside of that or doesn't have enough keywords, then it'll, like, try and figure it out to, like, put you in one of those categories. Yeah. And then once you're in one of those categories, you know, you can go you know, five different ways. Yeah. And then you keep going from there. Um, but you got to make the cut first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a little weird. It's not like all encompassing like chat GPT where you can ask it anything. Yeah. Uh, I also think it's weird that like with all of these like big programs or um, applications that people use all the time, uh, like, you know, Instagram on their phone or Facebook or they're the same thing technically. Uh, yeah. or Twitter, all these things. Like you said, they're private entities. Mm -hmm. Like people act like, like when you're on Instagram or you're on Facebook, like you're out in public. Yeah. Like people act like they have a right to whatever in these spaces. Yeah. And they forget that it is private, and everything that you're seeing and doing on there is a curated experience yeah. meant to grab your attention 
to farm information from you to make money. Like they're not just like new. Yeah. yeah, Get farmed. Like it's actually wild when you think about (laughs) it, like the amount of, you know, uh, freedom that people feel like they have on these platforms and just like, you know, spreading all this information and doing whatever on there. When in reality, it's like you really think that there's just like this universal application that millions or billions even of people use and that it's just there for, you know, just the good of humanity. Just, you know, we're not getting anything out of this. This is all people coming together, you know, socializing, having a good time. It's like, dude... There's so much crap behind that. And I don't like mean to sound like some crazy (laughs) conspiracy theorist, but it's like, no, you sound crazy. I sound crazy, but it's like, (laughs) just actively think about like all the things that you use in your life on a daily basis and think about how many of them were made just to benefit you just for the, you know, just for the, the good of you out of the goodness of our hearts. We're just, we just want you to use this no strings attached. Think about how many things in your life have absolutely no strings attached. And there, I don't know about you, Alex, or anybody out there listening, but for me, there's not many. There's very few things. Like, I, th- I think there are some things that in essence are that. But because of, yeah. because of the, <clears throat> um, the society, like... And the type of society that we live in, right? Like it's very, very capitalist yeah. society. Like, right? Like, for, you know, I'm thinking about, right? Like, person who t- created the light bulb and like realized we could do that, and yeah. then, and then all the people that played a role in that becoming widely available, and then us like learning, you know, how to like harness certain type of energy, right? And then like that yeah. being that being made widely available um all right i do think that there are certain things that in essence when they were created like and the i I do think there were you know there are some things that are like yeah like this this is actually going to help yeah because it's mostly just like a gift given yeah for free to humanity right like freaking penicillin you know right yeah, no, I, I'm not trying to sound all dark and dreary. Like, there are a lot of good things out there that just kind of benefit everybody with yeah. very little attached, if I, anything. I do agree, though, that, like, most things have something attached because because of the, well, people need to make money, right? Like, that because of that yeah. entire front and that entire area of thinking. Yeah. Right, like, if we had a society that maybe <clears throat> didn't have that, yeah. maybe we functioned differently somehow, right? I don't know what right. that type of society could look like and i think like on that note it's kind of funny when people are like oh you don't like capitalism well then fucking what do you want to do then but you know yeah. and it's like it's like yo i uh i mean i don't know yet and i think nobody really knows yeah. yet because i think that's like probably an evolutionary thing i think if anything we we won't like that that's almost like alien at this point right like yeah we don't know how our societies could function the way that they're set up set up now especially yeah. without certain things that they have had in the building blocks and yeah. the foundation. Um, I love the argument of like, well, if you don't have a better idea, then you're an idiot. 
it's like, well, then why are you even saying anything? It's yeah. like, no, like, well, let's have a conversation and like come up with a better idea yeah. together yeah. for everyone. Exactly. Like, yeah, sure. This stuff has been around for a long time, but it's like, clearly it's not working. Clearly it's not what it was intended to be, yeah. especially when they decided to just allow all the money in the world into politics. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that, that made sense. <laughs> that worked out. Well, we don't have any money. So, yeah. We got We got to have money. But yeah. Hey, but wouldn't uh, wouldn't money make make all of your decisions biased based on who was giving you the most amount of money? <laughs> no, uh, uh, no. Even just people saying like, "Yeah, well, they got to make money." It's like, yeah, I understand that like money is largely a necessity for most people in our society in some way. Yeah, but. Again, like we were talking about last time, like what circumstances are going to change you into a person that you don't want to be? And like, are you going to let money just like essentially paint all of your opinions for you and make you into whoever, whatever corrupt person that money makes people into? And you don't even have to have a lot of money to become corrupted by it, in my opinion. I think people like that argue a lot of self-destructive points are corrupted by money because it's something that like they value so much and that they chase so much um but that never actually does anything for them outside of like you know food on the table it's just uh it's a weird place to be in i've been using that thing a lot lately of like what circumstances are going to change you into a person you don't want to be? Yeah. Been thinking about that so much over the last week or two. Yeah. And uh, it's been really nice. I feel like I've been a little bit better person because of it. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm catering yesterday. And uh, there was this one event we were working. It, it was a different location than we normally do. And they have such a crappy kitchen. And just not a fun venue to work at. Um, but when we know we're not going to have a good kitchen, we cook our flank steak and different stuff ahead of time. Um, and flank steak, for those of you who don't know, uh, when you're keeping it in a Cambro, which also for those of you who don't know, a Cambro is just a portable, uh, kind of like the opposite of a cooler. It keeps things hot. Mm. Uh, sometimes you can find an electric heated Cambro, but most of the time they're just insulated and you put stuff in there and it keeps it hot. Um, you can keep flank steak in a Cambro for a good few hours and it'll stay perfect. Like just, it won't get overcooked. As it's sitting in that heat, it just stays moist. It stays nice. And um, well, we had one event where the flank steak was a bit undercooked before we put it in the Cambro. Yeah. And I didn't know this because I hadn't been the one cooking it. And we're serving dinner and I always cut the flank steak every single event. And I'm slicing it and I'm like, this shit's undercooked. And I turned into a person that I did not want to be. Like that was a circumstance for me where I'm yeah. like, this is not okay. <laughs> like, and so I'm like picking all the smallest flank steaks and like slicing them up. And like those ones were like, mostly okay mm-hmm. and i was like taking the rest of it and like turn turn on their crappy oven and like throwing a flank steak in there and like every single time they need flank steak i'm just like yeah i'm waiting for it to cook like 
and I'm like just slicing off what I can, which is just the worst feeling when you're catering yeah. a wedding. Yeah. It's like you want this flank to be perfect. And like, it's not like I was serving them bad meat. Like I was making sure that every piece that I was sending out was, was great. And I'm yeah. sure it tasted great, but it's like, man, you're just like racing the clock yeah. and you're, you're out of control. And, and I was just upset and frustrated yeah. and, and being a bit of a dick to people in the kitchen. Um, and it's not like I was calling anybody names or anything. Um, but that just, you know, it turns me into a person that I don't want to be. <laughs> and so then this last event that we worked yesterday, yeah. um, we were cooking flank steak. <laughs> it was offsite venue. We didn't know what the kitchen looked like. Yeah. We're putting it in a Cambro. And so as we're cooking the meat, I'm like, you know what? I want to cook it a little bit more than what I think it should be cooked today. Because mm. I don't know what happened last time or if somebody just pulled it out like, what they normally might have for yeah. a wedding or something that, where we're not putting it in a camera, but I'm not, I'm not dealing with it again today. Cause I don't want to become that person today. <laughs> I don't want this circumstance to happen <laughs> that I know is going to turn me into a wet willy. A little wet willy. Yeah. And, uh, and the flank turned out perfectly. It was just Let's go. gorgeous. Let's go. Just beautiful. It was hot. I sliced into it. It was the perfect color all around, just gorgeous. And they ate every bite of it. Like, because like everybody went through the buffet once and got, you know, whatever, but then they went back for seconds and thirds. And by the time they were going back for thirds, all the flank was gone. And it was the only thing we ran out of. So that was pretty, that's pretty good. But all that, (laughs) that story kind of symbolizes that for me, it's not always about like controlling my reaction or the person that I want to be in the moment um, based off of a circumstance. It's also acknowledging that maybe there's a circumstance that is going to do that no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, short of, you know, practicing for years to like stop caring about that situation. But yeah. if I can stop that circumstance from happening to begin with, yeah. then I don't have to worry about <laughs> reacting poorly to it. You know, so like maybe just like maybe I should be thinking a little bit more about the circumstances that I allow myself to be put into and acknowledging that sometimes they're going to be out of my control. Mm. But if they are within my control and I know ahead of time that something might get under my skin and I have the power to change that and I don't, then I should just stop being lazy and change that next time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I want to be, you know, a bit of a wet willy that day. So I just let the circumstance happen. No, you can't you be know? a wet willy, Jose. But, okay. <laughs> um, man. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, AI, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> we, thought, tra- we traveled a long way. I went on a long yeah. tangent. Dude, I thought it was super interesting when you started bringing in the intent. Like, mm. um, I didn't want to interrupt you at the time, but like AI understanding or assuming the intent behind your question. Yeah. Um, the intention is so weird because when a computer starts recognizing intention, it just it brings me back to like sci-fi and and different things. Have you seen um the show Psychopaths? No great show um it kind of falls off a bit 
towards the end because I, I don't know if it was a funding thing or what, but like it, it's one of the best opening animes that I've ever seen. Like the first few episodes are just amazing. Yeah. Um, but they have these artific- artificial intelligence computers that are like um, in their guns, these detectives or police officers or whoever. Like guns cannot kill anybody without like activation from this AI. Like it has to pass through this filter of like scanning someone. But essentially you can point it at somebody and it'll read them. And if they are at risk, essentially like it it levels them on a, on a meter of risk um, to how close they are to becoming a criminal. Um, Essentially. Dear God. So like before someone is about to kill someone, the gun can pick up that like, Oh, this person snapped and they are now deadly and dangerous. And you are allowed to shoot them at this point. And so essentially, if you if you lose your mental health enough, you get killed. Um, but it kind of reminds me of that. It's like a computer measuring the intention. Right. Um, yeah. And in this, it's a little bit more thorough. Like it, it, it measures so much more than that. Yeah. Um, but it's a really, really interesting series. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah, it gets into interesting territory, especially like considering the other stuff when we're talking about just information being regulated. It's like, how is the agenda of the creator of said AI, you know, how is that influencing when it's reading intention, right? Like, yeah. um, And and how do, how you work around that too? Like even with how you said you worked around your stuff, like that's super interesting. Like it, I, I personally think in the future that AI could be like half of the governing body yeah, and the other half would be humans. And, but the, the AI half is like more of a tool and a counselor, if anything, um, like Mark was saying, the, um, more of an observer, if mm. anything, but still utilized. Yeah. And in that case, it's like, how do you work around that intention and, and are people going to be able to work around like it deciphering intention um, or will it really help us um, like take out a lot of biases because like without human bias and programming and regulations and laws and all this stuff governing the AI, like once it's like its own thing and able to escape the bounds of that, will it, provide a non-biased um viewpoint and governing body that i don't know i personally don't think the ai will ever be like 100 percent the governing body yeah but i think it will be a large part at some point yeah i feel like it's a tool that's going to be utilized right i mean especially just for data right i'm sure it's already used for data related things um I mean, it has to be. Yeah. It is data. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm sure the, there's, as we move forward, there's going to be many, many, many applications for AI. Whether that's for the uh, the, the pen pushers or for the uh, military. Um, yeah. It's uh, probably both, really, realistically, if not already. Yeah. Heavily. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, we should talk about the military for a bit. Man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to at all. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I was like, wait, what if he says yes to this? <laughs> and then I'm going to have to be like, oh, no, Alex. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but yeah. no, you responded the exact way that I thought you would. And I'm yeah. on that same page. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, man. I mean, similar subject, like the fact that war... No, Alex. War is even still a thing, you know? <laughs> no. That fucking... Like, we're, I mean, I think we were talking about that earlier. Like, yeah. That, that's like kind of what got me on... Got me started, like, really the ball rolling in my brain. Um, was associating intelligence with... Or lack of intelligence with... Yeah, that's finding right. Finding violence as a solution. Yeah. Or... And whatnot. Um... I find that like a really interesting idea because there's like plenty of parts of me that are like, that want to say, yeah, um, the intelligent solution isn't violence, right? Like that's like, there is parts of me that want to say that, that want to agree wholeheartedly. Um, and then there's also another part of me that's like, well, like, <laughs> I feel like there, there is variables and scenarios that might conflict with that statement. Um, and we get back kind of to the point of where we're defining like intelligence or trying to yeah trying to reach some type of understanding of what we even think of as intelligence and like right because like a lot of people will talk about you know certain animals it's like oh they're so intelligent though like yeah but elephants are really smart Alex and I've heard people even be like oh well like I would never eat such an intelligent animal yeah well, which, you which clearly haven't me... been hungry enough. <laughs> yeah. You've had the privilege to not yeah, ever not get hungry that enough. hungry. <laughs> um, and I, that statement doesn't like sit very well with me because it always just makes me feel like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's literally what comes up in my head every time I hear somebody <laughs> say that because I'm like, I, I'm like, dude, like, I personally, I just think that every animal has like a certain type of intelligence, right? Like, yeah. So it's like, I, I'm just like, well, how are we even thinking about intelligence? Like what you think like an octopus is really close to being able to do two plus two. So that's like, <laughs> you're like, shit, dude, that those things could Can't probably, he could probably almost do math. I yeah. should, I should not like, not, you know, I'm not shitting on anyone who doesn't eat an octopus for that reason, but it's like, it is just kind of a weird thing where I'm like, I'm like, man, like, what every being has intelligence like we've even we even like have gone through that with human beings yeah of people being like oh look at this person um they can barely talk and they're acting ridiculous right from their viewpoint they don't understand right like but somebody's just like might be have a have a mental disability of some kind or like be on the spectrum of some kind right yeah like, and it's like now we know that oh wait yeah there are there are plenty like everybody is intelligent like every being has like a type of intelligence it's like whether or not we understand and recognize all of the intelligences that are that that exists right it's yeah. like right like like certain people like oh like maybe they have communi a communication issue and they they like can't speak very well or very clearly yeah but they can like what like the guy who can like paint a fucking skyline from one memory mm-hmm like just fucking off top, like painted the entire skyline fully detailed, like 
of the entire city, like down to the fucking nitty gritty details. Like, yeah. shit. it's like, wait, what? Like, that's insane. That's genius type of fucking intelligence, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like, uh, like, it's just like interesting that that statement even exists. Like, oh yeah, like, well, I wouldn't want to eat such an intelligent creature. It's like, okay, well, you just think like chickens are stupid. And like, like, <laughs> chickens like, are pretty stupid. Or like, pigs are like just dumb. The pigs like, are really smart. That dude, pigs are smart. Yeah. And people like, people are like, oh, they don't say that about pigs. No, pigs are so smart. No, and but people say that. Nobody says, hey, do you want some bacon? And in response, they go, I wouldn't eat such an intelligent creature. Some people do. I have never heard yeah. it. I've always heard it no, about some like people, octopus. Some people don't really like eating pigs because they're so smart and they feel bad. Really? And, and pigs are crazy smart. Wow. And, you know, they get such personalities about them. Um, and I feel bad but sometimes. Say the same thing about like every eating my aunt's pigs after she slaughters them, but yeah. then I feel good after because it tastes really good. <laughs> and then I feel good, after. <laughs> and I'm really thankful. Yeah, very yeah. thankful. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, that that stuff like gets kind of funny for me, um, especially like also. I guess it's kind of like from a from a living thing point of view too like it's right like that's where veganism type stuff for the sake of like a morality yeah issue like i'm like if it if you want to be vegan for like your body and like whatever you think is right for your body and what makes you feel good like i don't give a shit but like when it's made into a morality issue and it's like okay well, yeah. you're a bad person if you eat meat or whatever it's like it's like well, that that stuff gets weird with me too yeah because, i'm not down with that because yeah like for one Obviously, if you live in America, there is no ethical consumption of damn near any product. Literally like, anything. Literally any product that we have is probably caused suffering through the creation and the pursuit of that product being yeah. created. Whether that was financial suffering for certain groups of people, or if it was direct like direct, like child labor in yeah. other countries. Or like environmental to, like, suffering phones, where environmental the environment... Suffering affects the animals really and the point. animals are suffering and dying in droves and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the part that really like poaching. Even? Yeah. That's a super direct version of that. Yeah. I know you're talking about like probably a greater meta version, but well, just, it just really grinds my gears, you <laughs> know, know like really when people get on their high horse with the, whether it's veganism or whatever you're doing, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like if you do something that you think is good, if you're not keto, you're yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you do something that you think is good and that makes you, you know, that you're, it's a morally good thing for you to do. Yeah. But then you put that rule on other people yeah. and are like, oh, this person's not good because they don't do this. Yeah. And I'm going to tell them once. And if they don't see my viewpoint, then they're just a bad person. And it's like, you can't put rules on other people, first off. Like, you can't. Like you can have expectations for yourself yeah. and like your own moral code, but you can't put that moral code on other people. Um, obviously you're going to generate relationships and see people as good and bad. Um, or, or if you're like me, you'll see their bad qualities and their good qualities. Um, and maybe try to just support their good qualities and, not knock them too hard for their bad qualities because you have bad qualities too. And like, it's just stuff we work on, but just when vegans are like, and I was vegan for a number of years. Yeah. Um, 
and I was very aware that I did not want to treat other people poorly for not being vegan. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, if I want to act like I am better than someone or more morally acceptable or good than someone, then I then have to apply that not only to my diet, but to everything else in my life. And short of me just living off the grid somewhere, completely self-sustained, there is no good path to living in a society and being able to say that you don't harm others or harm animals in any way. Yeah. Um, Cause it is part of society. Like yeah. you're, if you have a phone, if you have a microphone, if you have a computer, if you have a car, all of those things yeah. require the environment to be destroyed in some way. And if the environment is being destroyed in some way, then animals and or organisms or plants are also being harmed in some way. Yeah. In which case you are consuming, so to speak, animals um just maybe not orally yeah um <laughs> yeah yeah no I, it's right. ridiculous I, like, it's it's just an interesting an interesting thing and i also like i kind of wanted to like bring into the like i don't know like there's a part of me that just feels like life itself you know, like at, like the essence of life, the thing, the fact that things are alive and yeah. like, um, can respond and react to the environment uh, is intelligence. Yeah, like, like mushrooms and trees. Yeah, every every they communicate with each other. Every living thing, like yeah, you know, it's like what, like that. So that's that's how I feel, and so it that type of stuff blows my mind. Like when yeah. it, when it becomes like this. Oh well you're a bad person for this, this and this and that. And like, because you're eating a certain thing, like you're eating animals and like, we shouldn't eat animals anymore. So like, that makes you a bad person. Uh, or like, Oh yeah, I won't eat that intelligent of a creature. And like, what? And so, so like that, it always sits weird with me because I feel like it's disregarding the intelligence that exists, like the rest of the intelligence that exists. And it's like, I know we've been through that and come through that, come to a different place when it comes to human beings. Like, and we like now can recognize like the different types of intelligences that, that yeah. humans are capable of and have. Um, so it is just like, it's always interesting. I'm like, man, like what, like, what do you even think of like living beings? Like, right. Like, yeah. what, like, just think about it. Just think about it, dude. <laughs> like, Trees, plants, and animals, all like all of them together, like nature is like breathing in and out, living and dying, reacting yeah. and responding. Yeah. Uh, communicating even. Communicating. Sending nutrients to yeah. these roots that are having a hard time. Yeah. And there are, you know, whatever electrical pathways pass through the roots of mycelium and, and trees that help communicate these things yeah. and, and get stuff to where it needs to go yeah. to support the environment around it. Yeah. And they're all working symbiotically together, communicating yeah. together. So like that, that stuff like that is where I get at work where I'm like, man, like what? Yeah. I can't eat mushrooms. What is going on? <laughs> I can't eat anything. Yeah. I actually stopped eating. 
No, you didn't. You literally just told me about the breakfast you had and how good it was. It was such a delicious breakfast this yeah. morning. I didn't stop eating. I was a jokey jokey. Um, <laughs> Your cats aren't very smart. Are you going to eat them? Dude. Okay, they're smart sometimes, but really dumb other times. Yeah. They... They're sleeping. Don't talk bad while they're sleeping. Yeah, sorry. That's their cutest. I'll wait until they're awake. That's their most precious time. Don't talk bad about <laughs> them during that. <laughs> they are precious right now. Yeah. Um, man. So it, yeah, it always just puts me in like a kind of, kind of a weird headspace where I'm like, like yo, like what? there's intelligence all around us. Like so many different types of intelligence, like going on, and that's where I think it like, it gets kind of cool where we like start to have like subcategories of intelligence and like, mm -hmm. all that jazz. Um, but also I think that in turn creates a much more interesting and in-depth and nuanced overarching meta definition of intelligence. It's Cause it's like, well, to say that something is not intelligent is almost actually just saying that something's not alive. Yeah. Like, you know, which, I mean, fuck. You get into weird areas and you're like, does anything that exists, is anything that exists even, like, not intelligent? Like, yeah. <laughs> like. And yeah, smart wool. Right, right. And, oh, oh, dude, like, <laughs> we, you know, we have, like, correlations between, like, oh, like, you know, if there's two people that are smart and they have a child, like, the child's probably going to be smart, too, yeah. or, like, potentially smart. Um, or intelligent, right? Like, yeah, because there's almost, it feels like a difference between smart and intelligent and educated. Yeah, you yeah know? for sure. Like, all of those things are also very different. Indeed. Um, so, it, it's, man, it gets, gets in a weird, mm -hmm. weird areas where it's like, okay, well, in this scenario of intelligent people having a child, we recognize that, well, okay, well, intelligence must come from other intelligence too, yeah. right? Like smart baby syndrome. Intelligence doesn't just come out of nowhere, right? Like, so then it's like, well, like, okay, well, where did fucking humans come from? Where, mm -hmm. where did we, right? Like, sure, we evolved and developed like greater types of intelligence and we developed different types of intelligence that then propelled us forward even more and like, yeah, or forward or onward or whatever you could say. Um, about this ball of life that's been rolling for a while. Um, so it's kind of interesting, right? Like, but it's like, well, intelligence comes from intelligence. We can accept that in a microcosm, and microcosm is a microcosm of the macro, right? Like, so it's yeah, like, it's like micro well, of the macro. Universe is the universe just intelligent, right? Like when we think about like things, people argue that it is. Yeah, yeah. Some some people do. I I kind of would argue as well, and then. Right, like that's where I think a lot of people end up yeah. being like, "Well, that's just God." Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, I wouldn't throw a punch, but yeah, I'll, I'll throw some bows. I have though. a small argument. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> some elbows, some bows, or man. like actual like bow and arrows. Fucking bows, nice elbows. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it gets a little. It gets weird. That's where I'm like, man, like, what is this? What is intelligence? Like, how are we defining this stuff? Like. We think, do we think intelligence just came out of nowhere? Like, oh, yeah, like, we literally fucking evolved and came into being and, like, 
and then intelligence started way after. Like, what about the design of everything, right? Like, what about the fucking design of like when you like how your body even functions and all mm-hmm. the different little pieces of your body and like the fact that we have blood that flows and we breathe and this and like all this stuff, right? It's like the design of everything is nuts, right? It's yeah. like this is this is like actually one of the reasons where I kind of like can fall back on and be like, damn, I kind of don't blame people for like needing religion like some some people yeah. whether that's need or they want it or they just love it and they like they like this feeling that it gives them or whatever it is right like um i don't want to say like that people need it if they don't feel out but um it's like one of the one of the reasons i'm like yeah man like this this makes sense to be like well shit like what is even going on like this stuff is so wild like <laughs> yeah so complex yeah it's so complex it's so fucking the fact that we even exist right it's like did you ever see like those it kind of went around like on social media for a while where it was like scientists calculated the probability of existing or whatever yeah did you ever see that yeah and it was just like you know like just super low like the probability low. of being a human is just so fucking yeah. small like totally when it comes to like what you could be that's yeah. like which is like hilarious that that was even yeah. if that was actually calculated or if that was just a meme like I'm not Dude, sure I but, could have been a rock Literally. Dude. Imagine how much better I would have been at climbing if I was a rock. I would have been the climb. You would have been the climb. Yeah. You would actually become every climb. Yeah. I've always told myself that I was smart. Hmm. And then and then I saw some post online that said, if you're not educated, you're dumb. And I didn't go to college. So I was like, okay, so I'm dumb. <laughs> and then I realized there's a difference between educated and smart. And I'm like, okay, so I must not just be, I just, I just don't have any intelligence. And then I realized that there's also a difference between intelligence, education, and smart. So I did the smart thing and I did this a societal standard and I went to college. College. And then I realized that you don't have to be smart or intelligent to do well in college. So it's kind of like process of elimination, you know? Does college make you smart and intelligent? No, it just makes you educated based off of kind of, of standards. dumb standards. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the standard is can you memorize? Not even. <laughs> Not even. Like, it's literally not even that. Like, you don't even have to memorize. You can just, well, it might depend on the person, but. Yeah, no cheating. <laughs> no, I didn't cheat. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it, it's weird to me. It's like, my entire life I grew up thinking like, you know, doctors were these really smart people. Um, or that like going to a bunch of school like made you an intelligent human being. And and I hated school. Like I just really most of my school life when I was younger I just couldn't stand. I was I had too much energy. I was bored. I didn't like the teachers. Some of my teachers were big wet willies, not very nice people. And uh feel that. And then I realized School is way easier once you're actually an adult. And I think it's important to have a solid structure of school um, that's constructive when you're younger and not full of dick teachers. 
but I also think that people go to college too early. Yeah. I think that, uh, I think it would be highly productive to just finish high school and then just go out in the world. Yeah. Work a few jobs. Yeah. Like explore what you want out of yourself, what you want to pursue in any way. Yeah. Um, try things. Yeah. And some people are, I think it's also a privilege that we have in our society Absolutely. as a whole. Um, a lot of people might have the opportunity to, to take it lax like that and, and just, you know, work different jobs and explore themselves when they get out of high school. But I recognize that not everybody has that opportunity and some people do need to go straight into something, whether it be a trade school, um, you know, a college or just a job in general that they have to work to support either their family or themselves. Um, <clears throat> for sure. But like a lot of, uh, Euro European countries, I'm not, I, I can't name a whole lot off the top of my head because I'm uneducated. Uh, but in Finland, I have a lot of family and they, they do, uh, what's it called? Um, exchange student stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's part of their, graduation process you have to be an exchange student for a certain amount of time in another country and um and it's so cool so freaking cool yeah like it's just not a thing here like you you hear about exchange students coming here i know like like we know of the concept yeah but we are never but we are student. not part of it like yeah. it, and and like why wouldn't you be like why would you not want that for right, like right. a vast majority of the people in your country. Also, also it kind of it's kind of funny then that it that we even call it exchange. Yeah. Student. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's like no, it's just it's just it's just student what, abroad. Yeah, yeah. It's student <laughs> abroad. Like there's no exchange <laughs> happening. We have no exchange students going back there yeah. like we. <laughs> and and I think, you know, some universities some do. in yeah. the u.s do it yeah but. no it exists it exists yeah. and certainly at a college level it exists like but it's not something that's like that's cool that it's a part of the kind of rubric yeah like i i don't know the, if i remember correctly but i'm pretty sure it's part of your high school graduation process geez, in finland that's sick that'd be sick um yeah i think that's awesome and i think it'd be even more awesome if that shit was funded right like if if that program was right? funded like um, so it that, is in other countries so that, you know, low income people yeah. wouldn't be fucked. Totally. <laughs> it's like, I remember when I was in French class and they're like, yeah, uh, you know, in, in French three or something like, or, or in the last year of French class or something, we go to France and be like, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. And then like finding out that it's like, oh yeah, well, if you, you, can have, you have to pay like $3,500. Yeah. If you want to be a part of that. It's ridiculous. Like, like dude. <laughs> what? I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, right, dude. Like what? $3,500. Yeah. I was like, my parents are paycheck to paycheck. Like, yeah, roughly like, totally. I mean, they probably had a bit more than that, but like definitely wasn't any like massive savings piled up. Like, I don't think $3,500 would have been in the car. It's like, you know, right. Um, so it's like, damn, man, it's, it's crazy. And like, I know I was nowhere near the most impoverished, like from, you know, like I was, there's plenty of people who 
probably grew up in more poverty than yeah, I did. Like, totally. Like, I didn't even necessarily grow up in poverty, honestly, by, yeah. like, by most standards. Like, we were, like, I, I think, like, a, you could, like, call it house poor, right? Like, yeah. we had, like, a nice house. Totally. Your house uh, broke. And, like, we had, like, a nice, in a nice neighborhood. Yep. Um, and, you, you know, all the, we, could have, we have food and all that jazz, but then there was no, like, you don't have a ton of excess money, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, we very rarely, like, would go out to eat because it was, like, <clears throat> yeah, no, like, it costs too much money to go out yeah. to eat all the time. So, like, it's not smart to do that. Um, like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And then the first thing I did when I had a lot of my own money was go out to eat every day. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Classic. Yeah, it's not smart to go out to eat every day. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to go out to eat every day. <laughs> Uneducated. You're, you were smart because you knew what you wanted yeah. and you knew how to make money. But you were uneducated because you didn't know that it was a bad idea to go out to eat every day yeah. when you could have been saving all that money to buy Bitcoin in 2010. I could have been. Yeah. Could have done been doing that. We could have been done been. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching a silly video the other day and it was like, um, like a financial advisor explaining millennial finances. And at the end of the video, he's like, yeah, uh, we call your class uh vacations once a year vacations and pet surgeries like it's not middle class it's not low class it's not upper class it's once a year vacations and pet surgeries like that's what you can afford and he's like have you ever had to replace all four tires of your car at one time and the dude's like yeah why are tires so expensive and it's like you're not living paycheck to paycheck but you can't afford a house <laughs> And it's like, yeah, dude, true, big true. I had to pay out for a pet surgery not too long ago, and I'm still recovering from that shit. Yeah. My savings will never be the same. <laughs> I don't even have savings right now, man. <laughs> yep. And then I got to pay for a vacation, um, air quotes, vacation uh, to Finland because my sister's getting married there in February. Nice. Which I am very excited for that. Yeah. But it's like also expensive. Yeah. It's like buy savings. Yeah. Nice knowing you. Yeah. It does like that that whole like um that whole thing is kind of interesting though, because it does kind of you know, bring into question like the type of lifestyles that we live and yeah. um specifically in a consumerist world, like or in a consumerist country and culture. It, it's funny, like, even though I grew up with, I, I'd say, like, there, we didn't have, like, the mindset of, like, oh, yeah, we just are going to um, afford and buy every luxury. Like, yeah. um, there was plenty of things that, like, if it cost money and I wanted it, like, I had to, like, really, like, try hard. Yeah. You know? Like, totally. Um, so it's kind of like interesting and, and I think a lot of that came from my grandparents, you know, my, uh, on my dad's side, like, yeah, they were very frugal and they were very like, yeah, coupons, yeah, coupons, sales, sales um, you know, like, oh, what's for dinner? Uh, whatever's on sale is on, is what's for dinner. Yep. Never shop when you need something. Yep. Yep. Only just go shopping. <laughs> just go to the store every day. 
and look in the reduced sections and see what you can find every yep. day and then you'll never need something. Yeah. I was like my grandma coming through and saying that. Um, Invest in a freezer. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah, so it, you know, it kind of brings that stuff into question, right? Where where we talk about um not not to not to I guess slight anybody who's talking about yeah. minimum wage yeah. being low, like not trying to poop in your socks. Yeah, not not at all. Um cuz I do there is a part of me that thinks like as we move forward in society, like what at what point do we do we extend the amenities that have already been extended, um, which were created in the past? It's like, at what point do we extend them further mm-hmm. and like try to create a more supportive system? Like, and some people can argue that that's not what we need and that we don't need a system that's like um, maybe people would use the word coddling people. Yeah. A lot of, um, I, I hear handouts a lot. Yeah. People really don't like handouts. There's a lot of people who don't. Yeah. And then I, I would say to that, why not? You know, like, yeah. uh, and then, well, it's got to come from somewhere. I would like to say, blah, blah, blah. why don't you give people a hand up? Hand up. Rather than pushing them down year after year. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that being said, right? Like, I'm not trying to, like, I, I also have feelings about minimum wage. And, like, I, I do think that, like, higher minimum wage is going to be good or at least like in theory could be good, but you know, it's not going to be like the solution to the problem. Um, but then, yeah, like, so I digress the kind of like bringing into question of like how we are living our lives. And like, like you ask most people and like a lot of people have like, um, like multiple subscription services running, yeah. right? Like Netflix and like Crunchyroll and like, I have a friend who has all of them. Um, and, and then like are paying for like certain games, like by subscription and yep. like paying for their phones, right? Like paying for gas in their car and car insurance. And like, there's all like sorts of luxuries, like, and like going out to eat regularly, like, and a lot of people who get food out regularly and like get coffee out regularly, like, and like occasionally I'm one of those people, like there's definitely like times and like where I have like little spurts in my life where it's like, yeah, like two weeks of me being like, yeah, I'm fucking ordering takeout and like buying food, like getting food from like a restaurant or something yeah. and like not cooking at home and like stuff like that. Um, especially like if I get into a depressive swing, like I tend to do that. So, but it is just like, you know, it does bring that stuff into question a little bit of like, yeah, like how many, like when we talk about like, oh, there's not we don't have enough money. Well, like, is money really the issue? Like if there's more luxuries available to you to purchase, like is money ever going to be actually be the issue? Like, because if there's constantly more luxuries and more pleasures that you can access and more conveniences that you can pay for. Yeah. Right. Like, cause the world of convenience is not going anywhere. Convenience is pretty much what every product is sold with like in mind. Right. Like, so many fucking products use convenience as their selling point to be yeah. like, yeah, get rid of this old way. Look at this old way that we're doing and look, I think of how many times you've been annoyed with it. Oh, wouldn't it be great to just be able to do it this way and it'd be so much faster and cooler and smoother yep. and everything, right? It's like all that jazz, you know? So it's like, that's that that's not going anywhere. Like a lot of people think convenience is smart. Yeah. 
and there is it is smart in some ways in some cases right like in for, like i almost but, think more in a, an efficiency way yeah you know? yeah exactly <coughs> exactly so and like but and that's the thing though right is like there are some things that are more efficient that are also detrimental yeah right? like you can have efficiency and it cause a problem yeah and cause a problem with something else right like which is kind of interesting, right? Like, because most of our systems were created, I think, with with efficiency in mind. Like, trying to be like, okay, well, like, how can we produce the most amount of food efficiently? Yeah. Like, right? Like, I like, I like to think that that's the route people took instead yeah. of being like, oh, well, like, I don't even care what's in it. Like, uh, I don't care what's in it. Yeah, that's part of the picture. But like, um, you know, instead of thinking of it like, oh, well, how can we create a crop that is not as nutritious, right? Like a thing, like thinking of it <laughs> yeah. like as a, as a uh, malicious route, right? Like it's like, nah, I think more like, I think I'd like to think that people were like, yeah, like how can we make it more efficient? How can mm-hmm. we do that? Right. I, th- I like to think efficiency was in mind for everything um, and all of our advancements. Right. Like, but then like, obviously there are, there are capitalist sharks that would take efficiency and, and turn it into something else or, just take it and try to repackage it and cause harm in the process and not care. Um, I think those things can happen, but you know, but I think it's just like another example of like the fact that, yeah, like it's a convenience as well. Like I think, so I think those words are like, I like the association. I wouldn't say they're, they're not synonymous. Right. But they, I do think they're really closely related in this context specifically. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's an example of a convenience that, uh, was born out of efficiency and then created a different type of problem yeah. that we may or may not have foreseen. Um, right. Like, like agricultural, the uh, industrial agriculture mm-hmm. and stuff, right? Like I'm sure somebody knew that it was going to fuck up the soil, but either that information didn't hit the people who had the power to make the moves or it yeah. did and they didn't care. Yeah. And they don't do that shit in Finland, tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah. They they manage their crops well. It's awesome. They fertilize their soil. They fertilize that. They soil. give it a rest, you know, every <laughs> seven years. Rest. They give it a rest. Yeah. They let it do its thing. And uh they don't allow GMOs. Yeah. They don't they don't have any. Oh. You know? It's weird, man. It is. Oh. Yeah, I, I think um, even dipping back to like the minimum wage thing, it's like I hate, I hate I, even the concept of of minimum wage because it's like yeah. I feel like companies monopolize the idea of of minimum wage of like oh, okay, this is what we can set our baseline as. And like, how much of this minimum wage can we get out of people's pockets? Like, at what price point do these minimum wage workers stop spending money on our product? Will they stop striving for it? How big of a credit card loan are they willing to pull out of their pockets for us to, you know, get money from them based off of this minimum wage? And... Are they going to be okay with those monthly payments on their credit card? Are they going to default on their loan? Like, I don't know, all of these different aspects of it. And as I feel like as time goes on, um, big companies are just constantly pushing the line of like how far 
they're willing to push consumers to go and like how much they can charge. I mean, streaming services have gone up astronomically. I remember back in the day, it was like, you know, like five bucks a month for something. And it was that way for a very long time. Like prices did not change on a lot of these like up and coming like streaming services services. Cause you know, it used to be like, you had to go and rent a DVD or a VHS or whatever. Um, and, and then streaming services came out and then there was competitive streaming services and everybody was keeping their prices low. Nobody was like going too far out. Now it's like a competition of who can charge the most and people still pay it. People are, and they're just like every other month, they're just like, Hey, we're increasing the price to this. And a lot of the time they're not even offering anything more than they're already, than they already have. A lot of times they're even putting more restrictions on. They're putting different things on there. They're, oh, you can't share your account. We're going to lock it down in this way. Like all sorts of stuff like that. And, and so it's like when I think about minimum wage going up, like, okay, so that's just more money that big companies have to play off of us. You know, they're going to increase their prices. Food prices go up. All these other prices go up. And that may not always be the case. Like just because you raise minimum wage doesn't mean all prices everywhere are going to go up for everything. Like if anything, it might bring certain prices down based off of how things work because you have, you know, more people working in this sector. You have more output. If you have more supply, then the price will come down a bit. Um, so it's just a, it's it's just annoys me though. You know that like everything revolves around this minimum wage concept. When in reality, minimum wage has plummeted. Like you see it going up, but I see it going down because like people just care about the numbers, right? Like, oh, I'm making $17 an hour now. Like, oh, that's so much better than I was making when I, you know, was making $12 an hour. Like 17 is way better. I'm making, making way more money. And it's like, if you're living in Bellingham, no, you're not making more money. Like you're year by year making less money depending on your goal. But like food, food cost in Bellingham has risen higher than your minimum wage. So the percentage of your money that you're spending on food is now more than it was like, you know, five, 10 years ago. And if you have this percentage of your money for food, this percentage of your money for rent, this percentage of your money for gas or whatever else it is, um, whatever amenities you like to have then you could argue that you're maybe making less money now because the percentages of the cost of those things has gone up. You know, you're not spending double what you used to on food. So that's 20% in your pocket that you can't save or whatever. And, and like rent costs and housing, it's, it's like, okay, in 1965, the minimum, the, average salary sorry not minimum the average salary in 1965 in the u.s was about seven thousand dollars the average cost of a home was about twenty thousand dollars so in three years of your average salary you would you know have made twenty one thousand dollars so you would have been able to buy a house obviously you're not going to be spending every single penny that you make on a house over three years but like it was manageable, you know? Now you look at the average house cost is like 500000 in the US and the average wage, depending on like which city you're in, is between like fifty and 60000 
So house costs almost 10 times as much as your average annual wage. And then you look at interest rates on a $500,000 loan. They're at like 8% right now. And so you're just making like five, $6,000 payments every month um, on a down payment you couldn't afford to begin with. And, and when you look at your minimum wage or your average salary or anything like that in a percentage way, then the percent of money that you're making versus all of the costs is just astronomically lower than it was years and years and years ago. Yeah. So it's not even so much about like handouts to me, which is where all this rant stemmed from was the whole handouts idea. Um, Cause I don't feel like anybody's really getting a handout these days. Like they're just getting pushed down year after year. Like if you want to talk about handouts, like let's look at all the opportunities everybody had 40, 50 years ago, you know? Like you could look at those opportunities as handouts because essentially compared to what most people between the ages of 20 and 40 have right now, um, those opportunities back then may as well look like handouts to them. Yeah. Like, man, with inflation, the $20,000 house from 1965 would be worth like 190,000 right now. I would love to find a house in Bellingham for 190,000. That would be sick. That might be affordable. Maybe not with this interest rate, but like might be doable, you know? But you know what the cheapest house here in Bellingham is right now? What is it? It's about 500,000. Like you get an apartment for cheaper you could get you know a condo for a little bit cheaper yeah but like yeah i was looking the other day man it's like (laughs) like holy shit like one of the cheapest things i could find was like a five or six hundred square foot house yeah and they were asking like four hundred and eighty thousand for it yeah like that's like close to the size of this apartment yeah that being said, uh, Alex and I were discussing this being our last episode of the month. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we decided that we're going to do one more um, before yeah. uh, Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So I think we're still on track with that. Um, and then we'll give you all a break to enjoy your uh, Hanukkah, Christmas, holidays. New Year's, any holidays that you may or may not have made up. Um, somebody made it up at some point along the way. So true. Uh, hope you all thoroughly enjoy your holidays and try to fight off the seasonal depression. Mm, mm, mm. Days are getting shorter. And it's getting colder. Coming to a climax, though. Yeah. Soon the days True. will be getting longer. What? December? Twentieth or twenty first? December 21st? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, December 21st. The I winter think that's, solstice. Uh, I think that's somebody's birthday. 
I want to say happy birthday. I could be way off on that. It's somebody's <laughs> little sister's birthday. It might be Megan's birthday. <laughs> Who knows? It's someone's birthday. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Happy birthday happy to birthday. everybody out there today who's having a birthday on December 10th. Yeah. I can't think of anybody. But welcome back to the Missing Wires. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks for coming. It's been a good ride. See you next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.